Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to Three Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, you love food, or you claim to love food. So, how hard is it for you to fast for 25 hours? I'm not. I've in my old age, I've become not as good of a faster as when I was a kid. I wouldn't even notice. Although, you know, the thing about fast, and I probably made this point on a podcast before, is the second the fast is over, I don't need to eat for seven more hours. It's just knowing you can't eat. Like I much rather check Twitter and check scores and fantasy and stuff. Like the second a fast is over. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have a drink. I'll it's, have a drink. There's this of water. insane thing in my synagogue, which I've never seen before, except for the synagogue where I now go in my new town, mm-hmm. which is all the women and not the men for some reason. All the women bring like snacks. Yeah, and then the second like yeah. the chauffeur blows, they rip them out and start eating them as if they're like you know like Holocaust yeah, survivors. It's, it, it's a great idea if you are it's a baby. You can't wait five minutes it's to get literally home for babies. Like I totally understand yeah. the only things babies don't fast, yeah. so they don't need it. But like, yeah. yeah, if you want to bring a bottle of water, fine. But like you have to have like a granola bar right now, now or you're gonna die. Th- now the way the way service works is like sometimes you are stuck there for like another fifteen minutes because there's another short prayer and then they do the outside thing, right? Well, these are the women though. None of them are hanging around. Well, that's that. my wife like hangs around. I'm like, why don't you go home, lady, and start you know? Yeah, <laughs> putting up the lasagna. So actually, so we we finished like two minutes early this this year. Mm-hmm. And so um, we finished two minutes early. So the guy, so just for for the Gentiles who are listening, so the way that the Yom Kippur service ends is it ends with a blowing of the shofar, which is the ram's horn, which is blown usually only on Rosh Hashanah, yeah, but on Yom Kippur it's blown at the very end to signal yeah. to signal that it's done. Um, so the guy, so the shofar blower whips out his shofar, but we were two minutes before the time. So the the gabai, the guy who sort of runs the show, he's he he signals. He's like, no, no, shofar after Marv. And when, which means after the additional 15 minute service that Akiva was talking about, which isn't really part of the Yom Kippur service. And when he said that, I thought there was going to be a riot, especially from like the women and people who are like, they're here for the climax. They're not hanging around for that, you know? So, so then there was a lot of booze and a lot of arguing. So instead we just sang for two more minutes. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you even, I mean, I used to go uh, to the place down the street from me uh, back when, when I, when I used to live, you know, by my parents uh, when I was a kid, and what they do is there's two. It's there's like there's not one room big enough for everybody, so they have two services upstairs and downstairs. And downstairs is not like a like upstairs is like a beautiful room. Downstairs is just like uh, you know, uh, like uh, where you'd have sort of um, like a school cafeteria. To, like it's not nice. So and you're just sitting in like folding chairs as opposed to like nice chairs. So the way they make it up to the downstairs people is the rabbi. Uh, praise like the main service Nila on uh, right before you know at the, towards the end of the of the of the holiday of the fast day. He goes down there. That's the he he like leads the service. Okay, that's yeah. what makes so it up to them. Our our synagogue also has the, like the upstairs in the main sanctuary yeah. and the downstairs in like the social hall. Right. But like the, the downstairs is the cooler one. That's where you want right. To be. So this is not. This is for people that can't get in. And partly it's because you don't want the rabbi there. You want it to be fast. And you can't like you know. sneak in. But the <laughs> rabbi there is it's is it, it's borderline between like what we are and like Hasidic, where like he is he is you know like a beloved. Yeah, leader, he is he is leader. he is the he is the synagogue. Like there's no reason to go okay, there. Yeah, yeah. So it. then, uh, but here's here's the catch. So the the downstairs people finish the normal time. The upstairs people are 15 minutes behind. So then the rabbi comes upstairs. And while you're about 30 seconds away from being able to eat, uh, they dance for 20 minutes. He comes upstairs, oh, and it's ridiculous. like Mariano Rivera coming in like to enter Sandman. But, and, like it's, it's just complete chaos. 
It's like everyone like jumps on him and and they just dance for twenty minutes. And I'm like, am I the only person here fasting? I thought like all five hundred yeah. people in this room were fasting. Why do we want to yeah. keep this going for twenty more minutes singing and dancing? It's kind of but ridiculous. it's wild. Yeah. I mean, it's a wild scene. Uh, props to all. Yeah, my old synagogue in the city, the tradition was everybody would break their fast on on scotch, which is a, a yeah. My brother-in-law did that. Uh, did that last night. Yeah. I was like, I didn't get. I'm not cool enough to be invited. Plus, I don't really drink. But yeah. uh, I broke. I broke my fast uh, for some Gadalia last week on something else. And my, and my wife is like, really? Like, you know, you have to like, you can't, you can't wait. Like, you know, that's what you're waiting all yeah. day for. And I said, well, it has a better effect when you're. So hungry. now you've well, I mean, been like, yeah. on social media blackout for a few weeks. Can we can we cancel this? Can we say it's time to go back? You have 362 days to atone for any sin you might do starting tomorrow <laughs> like let's get let's get out of the social media blackout we need oh so i am in like a fa- old, i'm in like, like a family whatsapp back. group yeah i'm in a fa- i'm in a family chat where somebody sent it's important like somebody sent like this little like meme last night mm-hmm. it's important to to be well behaved between rosh hashanah and yom kippur but it's even more important to be well behaved between yom kippur and rosh hashanah right yeah <laughs> in other words the other 355 days a year so. anyway uh, all right, so the Twins yeah. season has ended since we last did a podcast. It, it, the yeah. postseason started and ended. I, I got to say, I'm honestly, I'm glad it's like Thursday when we're recording this. We've had some time because like if we would have recorded last night, like I was like in a really pissy mood. Mm-hmm. Not even like about the Twins, like about like, you know, stuff going on in the world. But, you know, also about the Twins. Yeah, I, I mean, but, um, how about this? Like, would you rather be the Braves yeah. that just got, humili- you know, got their hopes up and just got humiliated? I mean, there were, you know, there were stories of like people leaving the game in the first inning. Imagine going to a game, not even seeing yeah. see your team hit. Well, that's what they deserve for doing the tomahawk chop literally while there's a Native American pitcher yeah. pitching on the other team who and, says it's offensive. Yeah. To him. Well, they said they'd stop once he said, please don't do it. They said they wouldn't do it to no, him. No, the team said they would stop. And so the, the fans did it without the team. Well, I didn't know. I mean, the game the was over the by, game. The time, by the time that happened. Um, yeah, no, they did it on the second pitch of the game before. The, oh, really? The I, I, see, I didn't. Yeah, so all all I saw it. was it was 10 nothing, and that was it. Yeah. Um, um, or the but, Dodgers. So I was who, actually, I'm like, also, actually, this is a negative reason why we're recording now, because I was all excited to drop this this uh, chiddush, this hot take. But now I've seen Yair Rosenberg and others have beat me to it, which is, um, you know, that the twin series obviously done. Um, by the way, the, the fact that every other series went to five games and, you know, they, they can't the twins get swept again. Yeah. Like you can say the Eighth twins are worse team, teams, baby. I mean, whatever whatever you think, like the, the Twins are obviously a better team than like the Rays or the Cardinals. It's it just you know it's it's asinine. There's obviously something at play here at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, of the other three series, so the Twin series was over, but the other three series all had a game on Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. And each of the series, the team that was the favorite, the better team, each of those teams had a Jewish player on their team. And I'm not one to tell Jews how to practice or anyone else how to practice their religion. But like when there's a precedent in baseball that when you're Jewish and your team is playing at bad uh, juju, yeah, yeah, it is bad juju. So let's go one by one. So Alex Bregman, phenomenal player, Mm -hmm. the likely American League MVP, right, came into the game in the first three games of the series batting 444. He had reached base at least twice in every single game. He had a 1.472 OPS, Mm -hmm. right? So he plays in Yom Kippur, angers the baseball gods or the god god in this case. Goes one for four with a measly single, strike out a negative WPA, and the and the the Astros, the best team in baseball, lose, and now they're going to a game five today where anything could happen. All right. Yeah. Next team, the uh, the Braves. We'll do the Braves uh, last. Are... Do the Braves last, then I'll explain why. Do the Braves last. Okay, fine. Uh, fine. So the Dodgers, of all teams, the Dodgers should know when you have a Jew on your team, you don't play on Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Kofax rule is because you know whatever. Yeah. Jock Peterson. Uh, ironically, actually, Jock Peterson started the game pretty good. He got a hit in each of his he first two at bats, yeah. which is when it was still Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, um, um, ironically, he was actually taken out of the game once it was nightfall. Jim Kipper was over. He was pinch hit for in the tenth yeah. inning. But um, God was disgusted by the Dodgers as a team, and so you know for playing their Jew on Jim Kipper. So they turned their three nothing lead into the disastrous seven three loss. Uh, you know, some by fire, some by water, mm-hmm. some by grand slam mm-hmm. by a guy named Howie. Which, by the way, Howie is like as old Jew a name as you'll ever see. It's weird because How- Howie Kendrick um, started off his career as like a batting average only second baseman, right? He was a very top prospect when he first yes, came up. Yes, big prospect, never hit for power, was always like, oh, this is going to be, you know, he's going to win the batting title, uh, but then didn't really have a lot of power. He had, like, his his first bunch of years, 4-5-3 uh, in, like, half, and then 10-10-18-8-13-7-9-8-9, like, was never really a home run hitter. And then, of course, this year had 17 homers and 370 at-bats because everyone, well, everyone, everyone and their this, grandma yeah. did. But, yeah, he had never had no P.S., for a full season, uh, I think he had one above 802 his whole career until this year where he was basically 1,000. But as a first yeah. baseman, a 35-year-old first baseman from a slap-hitting second baseman, baseball is kind of absurd nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so the favorite Astros lose because their Jew plays in Yom Kippur, their MVP Jew. Mm-hmm. 
the favorite Dodgers lose because they're two plays on Yom Kippur. And then the Braves, the favorite Braves. So, you know, well, as I'll, you so said, I'll say the Brave it, is different because I think Bregman and Jock are are pretty distant, whereas Freed, if it was the regular season, probably doesn't play, he says, on Yom Kippur. Like, he's much more affiliated than the other two. Well, Yom Kippur is never falling out of the regular season. I mean, I it understand. could the last yeah, of the year. But, but yeah. uh, the point is, like, um, he, he's the yeah, only one on, where it's, but, but like, But he realistic. got punished. Well, the, well, if he's the most observant of the three, that's why he was punished the most. Because when he came into that game, it was four. Mm-hmm. He, and by the way, he comes into the game in the series. Yeah. He has pitched 2.1 scoreless innings with two holds. Mm-hmm. So he's pitched perfectly in the playoffs so far. Comes into the game. His team is losing 4 nothing, But they're clinging to life. Mm-hmm. When he left the game, they were losing 11 nothing, and their season was over. Yeah. So, you know, again, God, you know, you can do whatever you want. But if you're a Major League Baseball player and your team is playing on your That's what history says. Don't play. The don't play. Yeah. But can you yeah, imagine, yeah. like, the Skip Bayless the next day, all the people on how, like, Twitter would go insane if they lost? In Jew World? Yeah. Because, yeah. No, not in Jew World. Like, just general media if if uh, they didn't play and then they lost. That would be that would be wild. Well, but that's what well, – well, but that's the famous Koufax line. Is So he sat that game against the Twins in the 65 World Series. Don Drysdale pitched. Mm-hmm. Don Drysdale got shelled by the Twins. And when the manager came to take him out of the game, Drysdale said to him, I bet you wish I was Jewish too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but then, of course, you know, Koufax came in and, you know, pitched the next day on two days rest and shut the Twins out on one 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. So it was all forgiven. Uh, yeah, but look, as a Twins fan, you know, other than the fact that we, we have this completely spooky inability to, to beat the Yankees, especially in the playoffs, it, it, I think they have reason to be optimistic. This is a team that a year before they were supposed to compete, they won 101 games. Every single player on their offense, except for Nelson Cruz, is young. Everyone's under contract. And they only have $50 million committed next year, which means, in theory, they have, like, $70 million plus to spend on the rotation, which they need. Cause Do we know if, like, if Major League Baseball is going to make baseball, like, normal sport again and change the balls? Well, have you seen the, have you seen the playoff stuff? No. What playoff stuff? So, pe- the, the ball in the playoffs has been the, re- has been the regular ball. It has not been the regular season ball. That's absurd. Why would you change the rules these... in, the, in the playoffs? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I'm just they did these they did these analyses of the ball and the baseball in the in the playoffs has been a different ball. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you that it's an absurd thing. To I mean, you saw the AAA stats, and like it's clearly. I mean, obviously yeah. nobody argues, but it's funny because we had the balls juice stuff in the '90s, then it ended up being the players that were juiced, and we just didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. So is it possible yeah. everyone's just juicing up the wazoo? I don't know. No, because they've they've they have like they've again they've analyzed the ball and they've shown that the yeah. seams are smaller yeah, it's and it's a more ball. spherical ball and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's look, no reason to watch any more baseball, right? Other than maybe to see the Yankees lose and and. Well, I'm ex- oh, oh, this year you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to root for the Nationals in the Astros slash Rays, obviously, because the Yankees and. and well, no, I definitely I don't want to. I mean, I obviously if it's Nationals and Yankees, I'm, I would have to root for the the Nationals, but I hate the Nationals. Like I really don't want. Wait, but you would root for the Cardinals over the Nationals? Well, I detest the Cardinals because of because of 2006. So everyone detests the Cardinals. Yeah, it's tricky, man. I guess like the, the Cardinals are the Yankees. Nationals the lose a heartbreaker to the Astros is my ideal. I don't like anybody left. Yeah. I mean, you can't root for the Rays because, you know, their fans, they don't have any fans. No, I, so. I'd be fine with the Rays. If the Rays beat the Astros, they're my team going forward. Well, y- yeah, by default. GM but, named well, I am winning the World Series. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, did, but, did uh, you know, as, as a did, Twins. Did Chaim, well, they had a day off, right? What was their day yeah, off? Here, uh, no, they played. Well, they played the night, not the day. They played on Cold Knee during night. And Bregman, that's what we're talking about. But they don't have any Jews on their team. Did he on fast? Their players. Did Chaim Bloom fast? Oh, I don't know if Chaim fasted. Did he go to the game? Did he walk to the game? I have no idea. Um, but I'm very excited because uh, the Twins have already promised uh, the front office that they're going to spend and they're going to go after top-line pitching. So yeah. Garrett Cole, I- I'm offering you Carl Paul as money right now. I will say, Garrett Cole, I will give you six years, $240 million, $40 million a year. Come to Minnesota, mm-hmm. please. Um, yeah, so that, that's baseball. What else? Um, duh, do, by the way, do you, do, you know, do you know Ezra Waxman by any chance? No. He's I don't know, maybe I'll take this out of the podcast. He's he was a camper of mine at camp. His sister Alana went to law school with me. His other sister Elise is friends with Sammy. He was the chazan at the shul in in Germany where the attack was. Oh really? Which is like a crazy yeah, small world. And then but the whole the whole synagogue actually it's actually nice. The whole shul went to the um went to the hospital and like did an ila like at the hospital with the victims. I thought the victims were Jewish. I didn't even know. I I don't I don't know. Who, oh, you mean they just all went. I know is okay. All I know is the whole shul went to the hospital and that's where they finished their That's service. crazy. Um. Yeah. Take what it else out, you, want you want to talk about the Kurds? <laughs> yeah. Well, take that. All right, fine. Uh, what else? The China um, people oh, want us to talk, talk about, about China the, and the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I get all yeah. my takes from Bill Simmons, uh, noted <laughs> knower of all. Bill Simmons in the last week, uh, he said the WWE got in trouble for going to South Africa. Uh, he meant yeah. Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah. 
the what else did he say? Whatever they both have, they both have an S and an A. Like oh, how yeah. could he know the difference? I mean, so far. But what el- what else did yeah. he, what what other mistakes? He compared did he make? Hong Kong to Hawaii. He flouted this completely idiotic line that Hong Kong is trying to become independent, which is like ch- Chinese, like uh, you know, propaganda. I mean, maybe they are, but like uh, Ch- uh, Hong Kong doesn't have an army, I mean, and Hong and none China of, none, has none of th- that. Is not a stated goal of any of the protests. No, and it's absurd because they are realistic and they know yeah. like. They have um, no army. They're trying and China to abide by the two, they're trying to abide soldiers. by the agreement that was agreed yeah. to in 1999. Yeah. Um, yeah. But by the way, I, everyone's like you know like hating on like the players and like oh why aren't they woke? No, why aren't they talking? About? Like like the reason LeBron James and Steph Curry are like they speak out they speak about issues that are personal to them that yeah. they are familiar with, right? Like this is this isn't have, in the top thousand issues as an American. Like nobody knows yeah, they have no obligation to speak on those yeah, issues. China like, versus Hong Kong wouldn't be asked if there was a debate every night for five years for the Democratic primary. Yeah. Like. It's not yeah, a top so, thousand American issue, and how about and no American knows anything about it. And by the way, and th- like this is we know this from from the things we care about. Also, it's like if someone like Daryl Morey, who has like twelve followers on Twitter, has a tweet that was going to go away within four hours, don't blow it up. Just ignore him. By the way, China's a country that doesn't even allow Twitter, so no one in China yeah, saw the who tweet. Cares? They're they're such ba- like any. It's not just them. It's like any country or any place that gets mad. Like if you ignore the tweet, if it's one thing, if it was like. Yeah. You know, the president saying it or like Justin Bieber and Kim Kardashian and everyone is now talking about like just one dork on Twitter who literally has no followers. Just ignore him and it goes away. Now you've actually done so much PR for the side that's against you. I didn't know they exist. You know, nobody knew they existed. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But but so I just I'm not I'm not defending the players. I'm just like I think the criticism of the players is a bit silly. I think the bad guys here, the ones who deserve criticism, and it's not the NBA either, right? Because the NBA has sort of tried to talk out of both sides of their mouth, but the bottom line is that they have actually said that they defend Moore's right. Yeah. Like the reason China's pissed at them is because like, they right. haven't. If they really you know, were anti-Moore, he would have been fired. Like, you know, like if they if they were mad at him, like obviously he's going to cost yeah. them a zillion dollars, and there's no way. And there's no chance he'll be fired. No, he's yeah. not going to. To me, fired the now. bad guys, the bad guys by far is ESPN. The way that ESPN has acted is shameful. It's not just if ESPN were to tell, you know, ESPN sent a memo telling all its on-air personalities that they're not allowed to discuss it, they're not allowed to say anything. And if these ESPN personalities would come in these shows and say, well, listen, according to company policy, we're not allowed to discuss this, at least acknowledge that. They don't acknowledge that. Instead, they come on air, and the only thing they do is they spout the Chinese you know, state propaganda lines, and like that's really, to me, is disgraceful. So I've been like, like, ESPN is supposed to be a news organization, and I understand that they're partners with the NBA, and I understand that they have significant financial interest in China, and look, like... Like honestly, like like so do I. Like my personal business is affected. Like you know, we have a lot of business in Asia, including in China. And like, I understand when you're like torn between sort of principles and the bottom line. I do understand that. But the ES, I think that what the well, NBA. What's has ESPN's done, China connection? Because that I haven't really looked into at all. Like wh- they're partners with the NBA, right? And, and the NBA has okay. they said, like they've said that the, they said the cap could drop as much as fifteen percent or something absurd yeah. number because of the lost revenue. Tencent, which is like the big network yeah. there, which we've li- I've literally done a deal with in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they've, they've, they're dropping all the NBA games. It's crazy the Lakers. Like, yeah, the fact that the Lakers Nets were even able to play, I do think this will. I don't know if they're going to get the money back right away, but I do think this will blow over. Like they'll punish the Rockets, but I, I feel like they'll show if there's a demand for the games enough that that actually makes them money. I think that they'll actually show the games. Like well, I don't know because you have to. I mean, you you have to remember also, like, the, the, because China is like in, in an autocratic state with a closed state-run media. Like the the two billion people in China don't really know what's going on, other than what they're being told. Mm-hmm. So maybe they won't have a demand for the NBA if they're being told that the NBA has come out with some, you know, if 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 the NBA or some league came out with some like violently anti-Semitic, anti-Israel position. I think there would be. I think that a lot of people in Israel, for example, would stop watching it or stop following it, right? On the one hand, you're like, well, if you like basketball, you like basketball. But on the other hand, if you're being told that they've done something like really evil and heinous against you, so I, I don't know. To to me, like the NBA is stuck in a little bit of an awkward position, I, and I don't, you know, I I wish they would be a little more forthright, honestly, and a little. But I understand them are a little more justifiable, and the players, again, I, I don't expect James Harden to have takes here. Um, but I've been I've been really disgusted with ESPN. To me, ESPN are the bad guys. Yeah, so. I, boycott ESPN. I've sort of put this in my ESPN outsider. You know, to quote like uh, Patrick Wilson, like I've really avoided the story just because yeah. I've been kind of busy. Um, yeah, let's talk about football because that football but, has no connection to China. We're not lowering the salary yeah. cap from you know maybe football can capitalize on China's uh, loss in, in yeah. the sports game. I like the conspiracy theories that this is all like a Daryl Morey genius move because he's trying to lower the cap to affect. Other oh, teams. that would be really funny. I mean, imagine yeah. it's like yeah. Yeah, if we lose, that comes out. All right, so how about this? I went through, DV- I, you know, I do my own power rankings every week. I went through DVOA to see the teams that I have the biggest, um, you know, d- 
difference between me and DVOA. Mm-hmm. And I got six of them. All right. Okay. Have you looked at DVOA recently? I actually have not looked at it this week. Okay, good. So I'm going to tell you the six teams, and you're going to guess who who's higher. These are the six teams where there's at least a six-spot difference between me and, and DVOA in the rankings. Okay. And it could be so for So for each of worse. these, you're going to guess. Yeah, you're going to guess who's higher and who's lower. Okay? okay. So first, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to say DVOA likes them, and Alexander Chester does not like them. Yeah, now there's not a huge difference. They're at 13, I'm at 19. Yeah, that's not that big. So, yeah, so not that big. All right, uh, Detroit Lions, I think this one's pretty obvious. Yeah, you don't like them, DVOA likes them. Yeah, so similar. It's 11 and 17, a six point, a six gap. Uh, not a big mm-hmm. difference. All right, uh, Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to say DVOA doesn't like them, and you like them. Yeah, DVOA hates them. They have the Colts at 23. Who have the Colts beaten? This is by far the biggest gap. They went into San Diego in week one, yeah. and, and they should have won. But now San Diego, we realize, is bad. But they were still okay in week one. Yeah. it was. But then they went into Kansas City this past week yeah. and beat who we thought yeah. was the best team in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, that's a really good win. I don't know why they're yeah. not getting more credit for that win. Maybe DVOA thought they should have got killed in that game, and they're like not counting it. I don't understand. Like, but, but I don't, I don't understand what you just. No, said, I'm but, saying like, why um, are they not? Why like it doesn't make any sense. They beat the Titans. They beat the Falcons. They have a bad loss. Oh, Oakland at home is a bad loss. Yeah, although Oakland just beat Chicago also. I know. So, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. Like this is definitely a team with a ceiling, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it doesn't make any sense that there's that low. Oh, what are the other three teams? Um, all right, the other three teams are the Los Angeles Rams. You're high, DVOA low. Yeah, uh, DVOA hates the Rams. They have them down at 17. Yeah, if you don't know anything about the Rams from last year, if every year is just its own thing, what is really impressive about the Rams? So they beat the Saints, but they beat them the game that Breeze got knocked out. So it's like... Okay, but the Saints have won every other game. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but it was like Bridgewater with no time to prepare for a lot of that game. Uh, But they also destroyed them. I mean, The win in Carolina with Cam is probably less impressive than beating them with Kyle Allen at this point. No, this is is like such bullshit. Kyle Allen has not been good. The the Panthers have been winning because of McCaffrey and the defense. Yeah, but uh, Cam's lost 80 straight games. Um, the, The Cleveland win all of a sudden is not a good win. Uh, an especially good win. They lost. They gave up 55 at home to Tampa Bay. I'm assuming yeah. that metrics don't love that. They went into Seattle and they should have won that yeah, game. I that's mean, they, a, you yeah, know, that's a coin Zerline missed a, a very easy kick for Zerline. I think they'll be fine. I mean, the, yeah, the Rams' I mean, next they, three they games are the Niners, maybe a loss, but then Atlanta and Cincy, they're probably going to win, and then they get Pittsburgh with who knows who at quarterback. Uh, I mean, they have a bunch of winnable games. They haven't played Arizona yet. That could get pretty sweet. Well, I mean, I think the talk about the the Rams, where it needs to start and end, is Jared Goff. Other than Baker Mayfield, yeah. has there been a bigger disappointment at quarterback this year than Goff? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, Goff, Goff has thrown I mean, for a thousand yards the last two weeks, and somehow still okay. Sucks. But still, but he has he has seven interceptions, yeah. which is more than anyone in the league but Mayfield, and he has three lost fumbles. So he, he his ten turnovers lead the also, league. Also, uh, Gurley went from you know. 11 months ago being like one of the best players in the NFL to just being another guy. Okay, but they also like easily, 51 is last Okay, but they went to the Super Bowl, you know, without Gurley with with CJ Anderson yes. filling in. So And what they do um, in that Super Bowl? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um so I think the Rams I I think they are going to be fine, but you know, the question is like is Goff going to get a 100 million dollar contract? Like, yeah. you know, we always thought that he was sort of a system guy, well, and, give it to him. but if now if they don't give it to him, someone else will will give it to him and then figure it out. Chicago or somebody. Well, I don't know. We have to see how the rest of the season goes. If 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 he ends the season with a 1 to 1 touchdown interception ratio, mm-hmm. they're not going to give it to him, right? He's averaging 7.4 yards per attempt, which in this day and age is not good. He's completing 63% of passes, which in this day and age is very. I mean, that's worse than Luke Falk. So, uh, Goff is, is a very big concern, and considering all the weapons he has. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be worried about him. But um, All right, who else? All right, the New Orleans Saints. Uh-huh. I'm going to say you high, DVOA low. Yeah, DVOA not a fan of the Saints. They have him down to 12. Yeah, I think that's incorrect. Yeah, um, that's a bit of a surprise. And then uh, anyone else? Oh, the last one is the Niners. Uh, DVOA really likes them. Yeah, they have him number one. That, I knew that. I knew that a couple weeks ago they were like weirdly high after at three and zero. So, yeah, and their defense. It, it's it, the defense is the Patriots and the Niners, and then a massive, massive, massive gap. And then the next defenses are the Vikings. Yeah, but those are like unbelievably good defense. Although I would put that, you know, I if the Niners' defense is better than the Bears, then God help us all, because you know I, I don't know. The Niners are not that I thought they would be good at all. I'm not taking any credit. But the one thing I did say is like they had like an endless supply of sort of like. You know, above slightly like like guys you've heard of. I don't even want to say above average. Just like competent 
skill position players. And you, you see that. They have like 14 receivers and 11 running. I don't know how they fit these guys in the roster. I don't know what still. you're talking about. They have they have the worst collection of skill guys I in the league, I am not arguably. disagreeing even. I mean, Braiders actually kind of look good. I'm, I'm not disagreeing about the Niners' skill position guys. I'm not saying any of them are good. I'm just saying like they okay. have like 14 different guys every week out there. And it's like, how do they have all these guys? Yeah, but I mean, not, other than Kittle, none of them. Uh, are but good. I would say the running backs. I mean, they're offensive line is. I disagree. Breda and Coleman are both above average running backs. Breda and Coleman are both very good mm. players. They are. They are. Right. Breda's running for six and a half um, yards a carry, by the way, this season. And by the way, Garoppolo's been okay, but Garoppolo hasn't been fantastic. I either. don't know. I, it's weird. If you had said that the Niners were four and zero, I'd say, oh, Garoppolo is like the MVP favorite, right? Not yeah. one person's talking about that. Yeah. Well, also, you look who they've beaten, right? They beat the Bucks, they beat the Bengals, they beat uh, the Steelers, and they beat the Browns. So, granted, you know, the Browns game especially was a destruction, but they haven't beat anybody yet. Uh, now they're playing at the Rams this week. We'll get to that game, but, you know, this is their first real test. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, they're going to get two against the Rams, two against the Seahawks. they got to play the Packers. they got to play the they Ravens. Have they have Washington the and two games with Arizona in the next six games. So, I mean, they yeah, could struggle that, to seven and get to seven and three. But other than that, other than the games you just mentioned, yeah. and I guess the Falcons, Falcons maybe, game. every other game is against a playoff team. Yeah, the Falcons team. game, but other than that, yeah, I agree. So I do think I think that the Niners, because they banked those wins, I think they're going to playoff team. They're going to win a lot of games. It's weird because I was looking at their schedule. I'm like, well, what if they sort of fall apart to 9-7, and 10-6? And, and I, looking at the Rams' schedule, I was like, this team could go 9-7 and seven by accident, just you know, lose a couple more close games. Yeah. I mean, we have three teams in the South. Is it possible three teams in the West make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean that is my. I mean, then the 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 NFC Norris would really be just an absolute bloodbath. Although I do think the Packers are step above you guys in Chicago, but man, because one the South is looking real, really you know very possible, and between Dallas and Philly, someone's quarterback is going to get hurt or somebody's going to fall apart. Uh, Seattle four and one with Cleveland, Baltimore, Atlanta, Tampa, and the Niners before a bye, and they have pretty tough schedule. Although they do have Arizona. Late man, Seattle, San Francisco. That last game that could be the uh, that could be the final game, game two fifty six. Yeah, definitely. Remember possible. now they don't always do they only do it if it's relevant. They don't always do game two fifty six. Weirdly, yeah, um, yeah. That game's that game's in Seattle. So um, yeah, that that could be a very good game. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's obviously very early, but it, I mean Pittsburgh at Baltimore is not going to matter. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to matter. Right, the two good teams in the NFC East aren't facing each other. The two good teams in the AFC East aren't facing each other. It could be an NFC North game: Green Bay at Detroit, Chicago at Minnesota. Yeah, One of those possible. could be a playing game. It could be, a, you know, India Jacksonville could be a playing game. Tennessee at Houston could be a playing game. Whoever the Jets are playing. Yeah, New Orleans at Carolina in theory could be a playing game. Um, but yeah, San Francisco at Seattle—that's uh, that could definitely be it. Um, all right, so what are we doing? We uh, we talking about? It's too late to talk about last week. Yeah, game. no, no, Detroit, we're talking about next week's games. Let's start with uh, okay. let's start with Week Six in the league where they. Uh, play for pay i guess starting okay. with the giants patriots because that's in a few hours yeah uh, but there's nothing to say about that game. uh man if the giants won this game with like guys i mean i'm starting one of their guys in a deeper league but like i don't even know his name hilleman gilliman yeah jonathan hilleman you should not be playing him i th- i know but i got nobody it's a deep league yeah it's not even the 16 teamer where where uh I, like i don't have a single skill position guy you've heard of by the way, Daniel Jones, after that, you know, magnificent, you know, debut mm-hmm. against the Bucks, did not look very good against Washington. Looked pretty bad against the Vikings, yeah. but he's still a million times better than Eli. And that we thought he'd be. Like I'm not, I wouldn't be nervous yeah. about him. He should have growing pains. He went. Yeah, he's a rookie, and uh, yeah, the Vikings have a very good defense. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the Pats. He, I thought he'd get some garbage. Time uh, I I did okay. I think in in uh, best guess the spread. If you're in our Facebook group, you always post those there. Um, I but I did not beat you for the eight million straight week. Uh, what's this spread? Sixteen and a half. Uh, yeah, this one something like that. I don't think the Patriots are going to cover. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, Patriots I think are the also Giants missing a bunch of guys. I mean, the pa- Giants are I think, missing. Like, I think their they're going to win twenty four ten or something like that. Yeah. If you're Sterling Shepard, if you're Sterling Shepard, you have two concussions in like three weeks. I just sit out the season and probably retire. Like. Guys who have two concussions in a year should not be allowed to play again during the season. That's my take. You're risking yeah. getting a third concussion in one season. What are you doing? Like they know. should get like yeah. get paid like automatically. Well, why are any of these guys playing football then by that standard? I mean, like cousin Sal talks about how his son's allowed to play until he gets his first concussion. Well, uh, cousin Sal was telling a dark story about some kid in their team almost died. Yeah. So cousin Sal is not exactly you know him and Bill Simmons. No, are not he said he material. said at that point he thinks he said if his son quit that he wouldn't care. He, yeah, he would get it. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. 
All right, let, imagine let, neither of our wives would ever let our kids get near a football field, no? Yeah. Never. I mean, my, my dad, yeah. n- not, not to say that I would have been a star football player, but my dad refused to let me play football as a kid, like any kind of football. Mm-hmm. And he like... What do you mean? You couldn't play two-hand touch? You couldn't play flag football? No, he wouldn't allow me to play tackle football, Okay. Though. But like, you know, there was like peewee football because my dad was a pretty serious football player in his day, you know, I mean, in his youth. And he wouldn't let me play. And he, he's like, you, you know, he's like, he showed me, he's like, you see this scar on my nose and you see this injury and you see this fake tooth. And he's like, this is all from football. And I was arguing with him. Yeah, but what about all the memories you have? And, da, da, da. and it was, it, it, we didn't even know about like, you know, head trauma then. Yeah. But I guess he was uh, fortunately ahead of his time. Well, we used to play tackle football. Uh, we would go like sneak to the back like yard in, in our high school where like there wasn't really any supervision like behind the school. Like the fields, just the way the school was set up, it would you know the administrators would would not really have any like they'd have to really like walk ten minutes to get there or something, and mm-hmm. and so we'd play tackle football and Eric Kuflick, who uh, is the who is the host of this you know his website hosts this podcast, uh, he broke his collarbone one time playing and he knew that if he had gotten caught we all would have gotten trouble and certainly been banned from ever playing football again, so he like. Uh, you know, sucked it up, even though he literally had a broken collarbone and, like, knew he was very badly hurt and, like, got through the rest of the day without showing them. And, like, he couldn't walk up the stairs to class. People had, like, carry him up the stairs <laughs> and he, like, had to go home and then, like, t- like make sure his parents didn't tell didn't tell the school like it happened during football. And they never figured it out. And, and uh, also Rafi Zlotnik broke his collarbone uh, a few weeks later. So we had two broken collarbones and the school never found out and we were allowed to continue playing tackle football. Anyway, maybe tackle football is not so safe. Yeah, hot take. Uh, this ga- this year, this week, finally, the London game is actually like in the morning. Yeah, it doesn't help us, but I mean, it helps you actually. But the the yeah, there's two of the it complicates four things London for like scheduling, you know, for getting pools in and stuff, and setting your lineups yes. and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that is annoying. Uh, so Carolina Tampa yeah, it, Bay, second. This is, I believe, the first matchup that's over. Right, it's the first matchup we're seeing a repeat of this season, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, K- Tampa Bay went into Carolina and won mm-hmm. a big upset. Yeah, I, and since and since then, Carolina's been much better. And Tampa, well, they went into the Los Angeles and won also. Tampa is much better on the road. At home, they lose to the Giants. I haven't really read. I like I haven't read a lot about Tampa this week. Do we know why OJ Howard went from being like looking like an all pro to like not part of the NFL anymore in like three weeks span? <laughs> Do we have has, has there been any articles written? Like has there been a single? Well, I don't thing? know. Did you see that? Did you see the one-handed catch he made uh, at the Rays game? Yeah. Has there been? I did not see it. Has there been like a single article? Like, hey, the Bucks really are intending to get. I, I see it now. The, the catch. The Bucks are really yeah. intending to get OJ Howard like involved. They're going to throw a lot of short pass to him. Have you seen any of that? Like, what is the deal? He was well, a really high if, draft pick. First of all, it's not like their offense is struggling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Mike I, Evans also you know, had a complete O for last week. Well, yeah, Mike Evans has had a bunch. He had one ridiculous game with three touchdowns and 200 yards. But, but I mean, Chris Godwin has become a top five wide receiver mm-hmm. all of a sudden. I mean, Chris Godwin has yeah, Godwin's 190 yards after the catch. Godwin's a beast. Yeah. So Godwin has more yak than Howard has yards yeah. total. I have Tampa winning this game. So, yeah, I, I have Caroline winning this game because anybody can score on on Tampa including you know Danny Dimes and including Kyle Allen or, or whoever's playing for Carolina and, and McCaffrey even if he's a little banged up ESPN but I think Carolina's defense ESPN lists the uh, ticket prices for all these games so this the the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium there's you could get in for 39 bucks who are the two games and you could guess as we go on who are the two games with cheaper tickets and then no game has the cheapest ticket being $100 or more except one game the cheapest ticket is $219 so what is the Really expensive ticket this week, and what are the two cheap ones? Okay, well, the cheap one obviously is the Dolphins game. Yes, oh, you can get him for seventeen bucks to Miami, Washington. I assume that means I, I, I guarantee you can get him for less than seventeen bucks. I know, but that's right yeah. now. Also, like I think the tickets yeah. were never bought, so like you know what I mean. It's like you is this, where are you looking? Is this on ESPN's like uh, schedule? Yeah, thing? ESPN schedule. Okay, so those are links to like StubHub, who's a sponsor. So that's like on one website or whatever, uh, whatever company yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But still, okay, I think it's still thing, pretty yeah. accurate, probably. Yeah, um, but there's I mean, a like, much you know, cheaper ticket. When I used to live in Detroit, than... you literally could not give away tickets to live. Yeah, there's a much, but it, would, it wouldn't say on here pr- tickets as low as zero. Well, they wouldn't be selling on StubHub for zero. They just wouldn't be. That's yeah. not what they were bought for. That's what they're listed as. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. a ticket selling for five dollars less than the Miami Washington game, though. Hmm. Well, I gotta look at the, my list. When you here. see it, you'll be like, um, oh yeah, yeah, this game is going for nothing. Cleveland can't think Miami, but is it, uh, Jacksonville maybe? Um, is it Jacksonville? 
Nope, that's fifty three. That's one of the lower ones, but you know that's uh, not that low. Um, oh, Arizona. Again, yeah, twelve dollars you get into Atlanta, Arizona, and because the yeah. Atlanta fans are not traveling right now to Arizona, and Arizona don't have yeah. fans. And what's the game that's two hundred nineteen dollar buy in? Forget it. It's usually like, like like a home game for like a team like 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 Philly, yeah. or something Seattle, like that. Seattle, Green Bay. Um, Green Bay on Monday night, maybe. No, that's uh, seventy three only. Yeah, who is it? Uh, the Chargers Steelers. I guess the Steelers fans are. Well, yeah, but that's also because there's only like twenty. Yeah, seats there's available no seats the available, and the Steelers yeah. fans, I guess, are gonna pack. Uh, pack LA. Dignity Health Sports Park. Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, uh, what's the name of the guy who I used to like all the time? Um, the, the Pittsburgh guy. He's friends with like Corolla and, and Simmons. Jesselnick. Damashek. Yeah, yeah, and he'll be at that game. Okay. He works for the NFL, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so um, all right, so I will pick Tampa. So we will have a little. Dis- or I will pick Carolina. Excuse me. So we have a disagreement there on that mm-hmm. game. All right, Seattle at Cleveland. This is a game that you know I don't know what to expect because the Browns have looked like garbage in every week except for when they beat down Baltimore at home. Yeah, uh, in Baltimore. So Seattle's going to win this game. Yeah, this line, by the way, started. Car- Cleveland was favored by like two and a half at home, and I was definitely banging Seattle. But now Cleveland's a home dog. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, isn't it like put up or shut up, like like desperation mode? Let me ask you a question. Do they have desperation mode? I was very anti the Browns in the preseason. Yeah, I was and I was not. Kitchens. I was anti Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. And, if they go 6-10, and ten, is, is Kitchens going to keep his job? He can't. That, well. What, could we see three first-year coaches get fired, like uh, the yeah. Jets, the Dolphins, and the Browns? How crazy would that be? Well, it's just a, well, they can't fire... Uh, the Dolphins can't fire. The I coach. agree. That's Flores is is certainly uh, not so likely. Yeah. Gase is is on the hot seat. By the way, I would argue Gruden, who should have been fired in the past. I'm not sure if it's so fair to fire Gruden right now. Either. I agree. You could have made a case. I mean, I think like behind the scenes stuff. They hate. They, they drafted a quarterback who's who's completely unprepared to play. Yeah. And then and then yeah. The, what know, game they're, should they're, he have their won? Their elite left tackle is not playing. And also, it's it's so cheap because you you like I get if you lose to Miami, I get the season is beyond over to zero and six. Like fire him. Yeah. It's it's yeah, a, but you fire it's, him after he plays the Patriots. Yeah. And before, before it gets like and because now it's like you win. It's like oh everyone's rallying around the the uh, what's his name? Who's the, who's the uh, who's the interim? Yeah. I also don't understand why did they bench Case Keenum for Colt McCoy? Keenum, uh, admittedly. You know, had a bad game when they benched him. But before that, he was yeah. very good at the Doesn't make sense. But Keenum's back, and McCoy should be the third string at this point. No, Keenum's not back. McCoy's starting, isn't he? No, I think Keenum is playing. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's McCoy. I mean, I hope it's Keenum. It should be Keenum. But, um, I mean, McCoy, I'm looking in his in his game last No, week, Keenum's starting. McCoy's going to be back. Uh, oh, he is? You know, and I assume oh, he'll, okay. uh, you know, unless Keenum gets hurt right now, I assume Haskins will take over as backup at some point soon. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue is that they're saying that, that Haskins is just totally unprepared. Yeah, Haskins, uh, he, he's not he's not it yet. All right, uh, so you're picking Cleveland or Seattle? Uh, this is going to be a mistake, but I'm going to pick Cleveland. Okay, so we have one, I just, one argument. I just, I just think that they have to... There has to, there just there has to be a moment of desperation for this team. And Baker Mayfield, as much as I didn't think that they were a Super Bowl caliber team, like, Baker Mayfield was a... Average to slightly above average quarterback in his rookie year, which is basically unprecedented. Like guys like Carson Wentz who become superstars, yeah. like they they were below average yep. as rookies. It's like very difficult to be a good quarterback as a rookie. I mean, you know, Dan Marino. I mean, Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, um, all right. Houston at Kansas City. Th- this game is probably going to be closer now than we thought it was co- coming into Let me last ask you a week. Question. Kansas, Kansas City. All of a sudden, their offense is stoppable. Let me ask you a play question. Play them in man. The the Sunday night game is Chargers Steelers. That's a bad game. They are you're yeah. now allowed to flex a couple times as early as week five. So this game was flexible. Oh. Now, the Steelers are a really oh. big TV team. I'm sure that... Not at the moment. Not with Devlin Hodges. I know, but I'm saying, like, the, I, well, when they made the decision, it was it was Mason Rudolph, not Devlin Hodges. No, Houston KC should be this game for sure. But I, so here's the thing. Or Philly, Well, first of all, one thing that, that, that like, uh, the average person on the street, if they were thinking about this, wouldn't consider is, like, Al Michaels would probably have a temper tantrum if he could, like, drive to the game and then they made him go to Kansas City. And yeah. and also, if you're an Orthodox Jew like me, you don't want your game to be flexed. Yeah, week. then you miss it because if you're playing, a, if the Vikings game at one o'clock, I can watch the whole game. But how about this? Sunday night. I if the Chiefs game was flexed, yeah. then the Chiefs would have three home games on Sunday Night Football in October because they already had one last week and they have one in in two more weeks. So that would be insane. Every single Chiefs home game in October, three of them would be would be the Sunday Night game. Um, but even so, looking at the schedule. 
Philly, Minnesota, I'd argue, should have been flexed before. I, I think Kansas City was out of games that were flexible also already. Uh, okay. You're not going to do the, the – you know, Dallas is always the team you look for, but they're out of games and they're playing the Jets. Since he's awful, yeah. so you're not going to do since he's Baltimore. So there, San Fran at the Rams is So there's option, two obviously. options, San Fran, the Rams, and, I mean, and Philly, Minnesota. New Orleans, Jacksonville, maybe. Uh, no, yeah. no. That, uh, TV-wise, you're going to do better with Pittsburgh and L.A. than, yeah. than New Orleans, Jacksonville. Yeah. So uh, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, I believe the game they looked at was was the Rams Niners. That was the game that the league was at least slightly considering, but uh, was not to be. Uh, but it's a weird like uh, who's gonna who cares about the Sunday night game? Like the Chargers are not gonna be in the playoffs, and the Steelers are not gonna be in the playoffs. Um, yeah, but the Chiefs are gonna win that game. Chiefs are gonna beat Houston, but that that you know Mahomes Watson that's gonna be special, and hopefully we we'll get to see that a bunch of times in the next few years. Well, I hope so. I mean, you know, Mahomes was kind of a disappointment against the Colts and. The Colts were missing. Yeah, let's write him off. Let's write off Mahomes. Frank Reich. (laughs) Well, Russell Wilson has taken the lead in the MVP discussion. I think at least for. Oh yeah, if they voted today, Wilson. It's funny because a week ago people were saying, "How does Mahomes not win the next ten MVPs in a row?" And then a week later, it's like he's not even the favorite right now. So very fickle. Yeah, yeah. Washington at Miami. Who um, cares? The fact that the spread was three and a half is insane. Like, for Washington. Yeah, anybody who pretends that one of these teams is is like objectively better. Now the game might end forty-eight nothing one way or the other. But we have yeah. no idea which way that is. I think Washington has better players than Miami, so I will pick the Redskins. Yeah, and I think here. Washington. I think firing the coach mm-hmm. probably like to fire. Yeah, Nelson they probably didn't like Rudin so much. The players. Yeah, Washington probably wins, but I'm taking the points because you, you, Washington doesn't deserve to be a road favorite. It's kind of yeah. I would stay away. All from the road this teams are that. above 500 this year, straight up. Yeah, which is kind of insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So we both pick Washington there. All right. Philly at Minnesota. This is this is the first game you know that I'm really interested in seeing what happens for the Vikings. Like this is a real test because we've already established that. They they struggle against teams that Kirk Cousins and this and this offense is struggling against teams that have a good defense overall that have a good secondary. The Eagles have an elite rush defense, yeah, so they can shut down Dalvin Cook, but they have an abysmal pass defense. But they have a good pass so rush. So Cousins and Thielen and Diggs really have yeah. They, so fine, well, Cousins will go rush, fourteen for fifteen with two hundred yards. Hold on, but then they had three sacks on the season coming into the Jets well, game. Now they had eight sacks last week. I think ten, but yeah. No, they had three coming into the game. Yeah. They were last in the league. Then they then they had eight against. I the really Jets. don't know about went. this game. I really don't know who's going to win. Philly has three straight road games without a bye. Yeah. Um. I mean, this well, but they had ten days off. Uh, you know, they played the Packers on Thursday night last week. I think I'm going to pick Minnesota, the Minnesota at Dallas at Buffalo. Before the year was like, okay, Minnesota's about as good as we thought. Dallas is about as good as we thought, and obviously Buffalo is much better. That's a brutal three game stretch. And then yeah, I'm, I, how about this? Yeah. And then they have. And yes, they've had some you know they've had some winnable games. They they've hosted the Jets and the Redskins, you know, two of the three worst teams in the league, uh, and they lost close ones to uh, Atlanta, Detroit, and obviously have one of the best wins of the year in Green Bay. But after the three road games, they have Chicago at home bye week, and then New England, Seattle at home. It's brutal. And then of course they get the Miami Giants, Redskins, uh, Cowboys, Giants. So four, you know four games against you know bottom five teams in the league. This is, I think, the I think the winner of this game becomes my next week favorite for the like the sixth playoff spot. I do think you're still going to be battling with whoever the third place team in the NFC West is, but this is this is not a loser leaves town match. But the loser of this game has so much catching up to do in terms of the playoff race. Well, here's my hot take though, because I have the Vikings winning this game, but I have the Eagles finishing as the one seed in the NFC. The one seed in the whole in the whole conference. Based on my no, predict every no, game, no, you don't I have, understand. I have how losing the NFL this game. Works. I have them losing this. They're going to beat the Patriots. I have, I have them finishing eleven and. You five. have them beating the Patriots again. Uh, I'd have to check, but I have it's them. Absurd. Well, somebody's got to beat the Patriots. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying having the, you have them going twelve and four and being the one seed. Let's see. I have them. I have them losing to Minnesota. The Chamir hack your them, system. I have them losing to Dallas. I have them dropping to three and four. And then from that point forward, I have them winning uh, eight games in a row. They go from three and four to eleven and four. And then they, what do they do in week seventeen? They lose because they're locked into the one seed. They're already. locked in the one seed, so they're a one seed at eleven and five, which is possible in the NFC. Yeah. No, New Orleans and Green Bay are much better. Now yeah, they have I've, been I've, Green I've, Bay. I've, so I don't have Green Bay. I have. I don't have Green Bay making the playoffs. Oh, you should watch a football game this season. They're very good. Okay. <laughs> they're like unblockable. <laughs> they have. They have uh, like one of the three best quarterbacks ever, and they and they are unblockable on defense. So I think you should have them. Make they the don't have one of the three best quarterbacks ever. He's stunk this season. Oh, you're right. Aaron Rodgers sucks. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah. yeah uh, it does now. Bottom five quarterback. They have a bottom five quarterback yeah. <laughs> in this day of the league. Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Luke Falk? <laughs> Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers or Josh Rosen? You think Josh Rosen yeah. would if he sat on him, Kipper? Would that change the Dolphins' uh, outlook for the rest of the season? 
if there was a Sunday Yom Kippur and Rosen didn't play? <laughs> I think he probably hasn't had to do he it, right? Because they had Saturday games in college. And he's, I, I mean, I guess there would be a Yom Kippur on a Saturday. I don't know. Um, yeah, Yom Kippur's on Saturday like 25% of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Rosen had, has done. Yep. All right. Um, okay, yeah, so, but we so didn't pick. are you picking Philly or Minnesota? Uh, Philly. All right. Um, again, I, I think the teams that the Vikings are going to have trouble with are teams with good secondaries, and I don't think Philly's one okay. of those. So I have New Orleans winning in Jacksonville. Yeah, so do I. Although Jacksonville's favored now, which kind of surprises me. I think I think Definitely. Cincy's going to play. I, I, I really like Cincy to cover against Baltimore. Yeah, 11.5 is too much. Too Baltimore, much. Yeah. Everybody got excited in week one when they beat the Dolphins 700-0, to zero, but we know what the Dolphins are now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they, they, they lost at home to the Raiders, right? They lost at home to the Browns. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they didn't lose at home to the Raiders. That's the Colts. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Baltimore, Indy, Cleveland, they all teams move around. I get yeah. Uh, yeah, but Baltimore's going to win, but I take Cincy to cover. Uh, San Francisco at the Rams. So this is a very good game. Excellent San Francisco's game, yeah. first, like, legit test. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what's your take on this game? Uh, my take is that the Rams are a little better than the Niners, and they're going to win this game. Well, yeah, but do you have anything more than that? Or Yeah, I think the Niners are not as good as we've seen so far, and the Rams are going to fix their defense, and they're not going to give up 55 points. All right, so the Bucks, the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Browns, what impresses you? Now, if you were a Niners fan out there, you'd say, well, you know, you always talk about blowout wins, and three, you know, other than the Steelers game, they have three blowout wins, right? Well, the Bucks game wasn't a blowout. The Bucks were driving for a well, game-time score. Uh, the, I, you know, I, I have double-digit wins as you know, double-digit right. wins my stat. But they yeah, but all I mean, their wins what, are by fourteen, other than the Steelers. Okay, okay. I mean, the the, the the this this was a destruction, obviously, the game on Monday night. Man, they got the Redskins and the Cardinals and the Cardinals. The Niners could suck and get to ten and six. Yeah, well, I think that's what's going to happen. But yeah, I have the Rams. The Rams are going to win this game. Atlanta, Arizona, Atlanta who and cares? Arizona. Like, literally, who cares? We should not predict this game. Yeah. Uh, how does Dan Quinn still have his job? Uh, he's next. He's he's next. One four versus one three and one. Like his job is defense, and their defense is abysmal. Their defense is bad. Stop hiring defensive coaches. Hire well, hire a Greg. I'm saying hire an offensive head coach, and then a Greg Williams type as your defensive coordinator. If that's what you have to do. Yeah. Not that. Not uh, specifically Ryan, Greg Williams, who sucks, but. But Matt Ryan is, is is putting up monster fantasy numbers. Um, although he has he has he has seven picks also, which is you know tied for second behind uh, Mayfield. But also he's throwing it a lot because they're down. Atlanta's going to win this game. Yeah, Arizona. Howard Murray might gotten, have like, like forty four fantasy points, but then Atlanta will still win the game. Yeah, well, yeah. There's going to be a fantasy. You know, there's going to be a fantasy bounty here for this game. I right, really Tennessee think watching games that for whatever reason there, there's been a decent number of offensive line injuries this year. I don't know if a disproportionate amount. But it seems like front seven players, and you have all these guys coming out every year who are like four, four guys playing linebacker. More guys are are, are gravitating towards playing defense, like uh, you know, super athletes, than playing offensive line. And it just feels like front sevens are better than offensive lines this year. And there's just been so many games where it's like you realize right away, oh, the quarterback is not going to be able to, you know, he's not going to have a third of a second to throw the ball because the pocket's collapsing immediately every single play. And there's just been so many games like that this year. And the Atlanta Arizona game will not be one of them. But the you know what I mean? Like there's so many there are just there's so many bad old lines everywhere. Every team thinks their offensive line sucks outside of like Dallas, Philly, and maybe New England. Uh so I don't know. Uh yeah. Atlanta's gonna win that game, but offensive lines suck. Yeah. Uh Denver to me. Granted they're one and four, but they, they could have and should have beaten the Bears if not for that ridiculous one second that was put on the clock. Mm-hmm. Right? Their loss to the Raiders doesn't look so bad in hindsight. I think that Joe Flacco has been serviceable. Wow. Never thought I'd he see has the day. Been. Yeah, close loss yeah, to Jacksonville. Uh, you're not going to win in Green Bay, really, so that's... Yeah, they lost that. Yeah, the Jacksonville lost. They and lost then they the last won second in L.A., kick. so... Yeah, they lost two games on the last, you know, on a last-second field goal. Uh, Philip Lindsay, you know, has, has been good. Cortland Sutton's been good. Like, I, I think that Denver's a decent team. But why, why do you think that... Tennessee is literally the definition, I think, of a decent team. Why do you think... They're better than so. Tennessee has an absolute smackdown against Cleveland, a two touchdown win in Atlanta, and now their losses. the The Jacksonville game was they played horrendously, but the other losses: two point loss to Indianapolis and a touchdown loss to Buffalo. Those are playoff ish teams in the A in the AFC, maybe not in the NFC. I yeah. like Den- I like Tennessee in this game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a close game. I was kind of surprised Denver was favored by two and a half. But, I mean, Vegas basically thinks that they're about even. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee's yeah, a little right, better. So. 
All right, that's fine. Um, Dallas at the Jets. Okay. Um, so Sam Darnold's back. Uh, yeah. I was really excited to get Herndon back. We were expecting big things of him. He had a secret injury. So, so let's let's talk about the Jets for a second. So coming into the season, mm-hmm. you knew your schedule started really hard and then yes. got easier. The Jets have looked abysmal, but they haven't had their quarterback. Are they like a garbage bottom five type team, or are they are they a decent you know like you know seven and nine type team? All right. So if I was being optimistic, I'd say they were beating Buffalo sixteen nothing before their best defensive player went out with an injury. Uh, Buffalo. Yeah, that was because of turnover luck. I mean, they yes. were getting uh, like beaten up up and down the field. But yeah. Yeah. Um. But Darnold looked semi competent. Uh, considering they weren't letting him do anything, uh, you know. So, but anyway, they were shutting out. Uh, yes, it was turnover luck, but they were still shutting out um, uh, a playoff-ish team for three quarters. And the last three games are irrelevant. Like the defense, I think DVOA, the defense is slightly above average still because every single drive is starting at the at you know the other teams at, at basically at midfield. And so, allowing twenty three, thirty, and thirty one to Cleveland, New England, and Philly isn't a big deal. Obviously, their offense has been not even, like, Mac football caliber, just abysmal. The offensive yeah. line sucks. I think Darnold's going to have no time to throw. Their, their okay. tight end, who was, who's the player they're most excited about, is not back yet. And somehow C.J. Mosley's groin injury is stretching into week five. Uh, so I don't think this is the week. And then next week, they play the Patriots. So they could be... Not a bottom five team. I think they are, but they could be not a bottom five team and still get 0-6 before the season starts. And then at Jacksonville is no gimme either. The Miami-New England-Washington stretch is pretty sweet, right? You get the three worst teams possibly besides themselves back to back to back. Wait, who are they playing between Miami and Washington? Jackson. Uh, 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 New England and Jacksonville. Yeah, New England's not a bottom three team. We don't no, I, I mentioned, I said they're going to go to 0-6 yeah. after Dallas and New England, and then I said they yeah. have... At Jacksonville is not a gimme, and then they have a stretch of Miami, New England, Washington. And by the way, their stretch after yeah, Miami, New England, you keep Washington. saying that's three of the bottom five teams. That's two of the bottom five teams and the best team. New York, sorry, Miami, New York, the Giants, and Washington. Oh, okay, fine. Sorry, fine, sorry, fine. sorry. Okay. And then, by the way, their stretch after that is Oakland, Cincy, Miami. Like they have multiple. It's just absurd. They don't play. They play Buffalo and Baltimore the rest of the season after next week. Teams that have a chance of being the playoffs. Two teams that have a chance of being the playoffs the rest of the season. It would have been nice if they won that first Buffalo game because that would have really yeah, propelled I mean, their season for a long time. They suck. What do you want me to say? Gates sucks. Uh, they don't let Darnold do anything. Their offensive line just gave up 10 sacks, as you mentioned, to a team that hadn't had a sack basically all season. Yeah. Set- Before the season, I suck. had the Jets winning this game, by the way. <laughs> I mean, is, listen, man, they'll build a statue to Darnold if he could win this game. Yeah. No, I mean, I have the Cowboys winning, but I, I'm I have them covering. The I, have, I have the Cowboys yeah. covering. The right. Jets suck. Pittsburgh at the Chargers. The we Cowboys are going to have more um, fans of this game also. It's going to be a this Cowboys is a garbage game. Sunday night game that we're missing, fortunately. Uh, I guess I'm going to pick the Chargers, but they just lost Devlin, to Denver. So yeah, I don't know what the Devlin Hodges, Devlin Hedges. I mean, I, I watch every college football game. I'm, and I'm I don't starting in fantasy, baby. Yeah. Are you really? Well, two quarterback league with, with, uh, with four buys this week, so someone's got to. I mean, I guess there's two quarterbacks who, who aren't starting. Who are the two quarterbacks who are not starting this week is a better question if Devin Hatch is starting. Uh, well, because uh, I have to Kobe Brissett on a bye. So. Yeah, but I'm saying there's two teams. Like, there's gonna somewhere in the league, there's two QBs that are not starting. No, there's five QBs who are not starting this week. Tw- oh, yeah, there's four, four, four. Rosen, Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, Sam Darnold, and, and Colt McCoy slash Case Keenum. And one person only has one QB at the moment. Oh, okay. And didn't even, and by the way, he has the Pittsburgh quarterback, and yet he didn't even bother bidding on on Hodges. So bad job by by AB and Jonah, our listeners. Yeah, AB maybe not. May, are we sure AB's good at fantasy? <laughs> well, he's in dead last, so uh, probably not. Okay. And then the Monday night <laughs> game is night. is uh, probably even better than we thought it would be before the season. Detroit at Green Bay. You're picking the Chargers, right? Uh, I'm picking the Chargers in that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I show show me my lock Devlin of the Hodges. week is Packers to cover this four and a half. It started at six and a yeah, half, down to four. And it's a, half. a little low. I still don't believe in the Lions. I still think that Aaron Rodgers is gonna wait. He's waiting for that, you know, that four touchdown game. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, I, I think the Lions are okay, but I think that if the Packers, the the Packers have not looked that good at home, honestly. I mean, they got very lucky to beat the Vikings, then they lost to the Eagles. It's time for Rodgers to put on a clinic on national TV, you know. Yeah, at home I agree. At Show your Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. And at least, at the very least, the floor outsmart Matt, Matt Patricia. You've you've had enough time with this system. Yeah, no more excuses that you know you're adjusting the floor's offense. Mm-hmm. So let me see it. Um, so that's my lock of the week: Packers to cover four and a half. Uh, Lions definitely win the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's about it. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, we still got another week of these holiday stuff next week before. Uh... Yeah, this is this is like the crazy moment from a holiday perspective because like. 
to like the average person on the street, they're like, oh yeah, the Jewish holidays are over. Rosh Hashanah, no. but actually, like the holidays haven't even begun. Yeah, well, for you, like the next... there are two days in in the United States. Yeah, yeah. Well, but but I mean, Sukkot's still like a whole week, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the craziness is about. To it's really annoying because um, when it, I was uh, when I had a job, I could like get out of any sort of like family activities. Like my parents were taking my kids and. Uh, all these trips and it's like oh i would go on like the one or two fun ones but then i could like stay home if there was like a really boring slow day uh can't do that anymore because don't have a uh don't have a a job that i could you know i should have a fake job just for this week i don't know yeah i've never i've never actually worked on Cholamoy because i've always been on vacation basically and now you're going to work this time we're gonna take yeah. your kids. I mean, it's only—it's only—it's like two days because you know the Shabbat in the middle and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, and my kids are off from school, but yet we're not going anywhere. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a—it's gonna be a—it's gonna be an interesting week and a half in the Chester household. Uh, good luck to your wife and your nannies and whatever. Yeah, uh, what else? What else going on? You don't have four nannies? I thought you had four nannies. No. <laughs> uh, is that just four? Because they always quit every time they come downstairs and see that you refuse to put on clothing. <laughs> um. All right, so we're gonna get Chester back in back in on social media, on Facebook. No, on I'm 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 in my modified like I'm like semi in. I participate once in a while, but I'm not getting involved in debates. I'm not getting involved in arguments about stuff. There's no need. No, we don't. There's no arguments. What arguments are there? Yeah, well, my fantasy football league. There's vociferous arguments about politics all day long. Oh, like, well, who wants what's to the hear? point? No one's convincing anybody of anything. I agree. So what's the point? I, I was at the, my my family. We invite over as like a tradition. Um, uh, uh, a, a a single. Lady who I, I don't know if she's a widow or divorced, but she's doesn't have family like in the area, so we invite her over for the breakfast meal. And they, I, I like walked away from the table and I came back and they were talking politics. And like younger Uncle Keevy would have been like, someone at the table was defending Trump, and I would have been like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what I did? I walked away because who cares? Yeah. What am I going to convince this person? Like three, yeah, exactly. you know, three years of Trump doing whatever he did is, is, uh, you know, it, it didn't convince her, but I'm going to go and tell her like, some fun fact that's going to, like, no. I walked away, and I'm like, oh, great. I don't need to be part of this. I can go do my own thing. Uh, yeah, you don't have to argue politics with people because it will not, uh, just, you can stop hanging out with people. But it will not, uh, you will not convince anybody of anything, and they will not convince you. Uh, yeah, it's a good side. I, I, I didn't mention on the podcast, right, my dad's 60th birthday. We had a big 60th birthday surprise yeah. party tonight. Happy birthday. 60 of his uh, friends and family, like, re- recorded, like, messages of his famous quotes. Uh, and uh, uh, it was fun. It was really Give nice. Me an example. Give me a famous quote. What are uh, he he uh, he always jokes that his um, that like the will for his, like when like anytime he spends a lot of money, he'll say like, oh, well, out of money, you guys get thirty socks and underwear. That's that's <laughs> what he always okay. says. That um, I don't know what else. What does he say? Um, I don't know. I'm it's I'm tired. It's like. Uh, if someone argues with him about like a Jewish thing, he always jokes. He's like, "All right, hold on, I'll go get my smicha," which is like his rabbi certificate. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his famous lines are. Uh, calls the bathroom the room. I, I don't know. Whatever. This, this is inside Jewish baseball stuff. Um, yeah, the, the, he had a cake that had like all his favorite things. So it was like uh, the, uh, it was like uh, a Talmud and like the slogan the symbols of like Camp Morasha and the and the, the the school he works at for the last 30 years and um glasses cuz he always like has a, a thousand pair of reading glasses around the house and there was a toilet on the cake I guess in the bathroom a lot uh, <laughs> Harry Potter I don't know uh like all okay. all like the weird things he likes which rabbi likes Harry Potter more your father or Yair Rosenberg's father Well he yeah, I think Yair Rosenberg's father wrote a, a book about about Harry Yeah Potter. he wrote a Haggadah. I think he actually wrote two Harry Potter Jewish books So yeah so. no although my uh niece has has famously read Harry Potter she claims 37 times now she only reads Harry Potter books she just reads all seven books and then goes back again She told me today I was Slytherin but she uh, but I don't think I'm Slytherin she said my wife is definitely Slytherin I don't know what that means My wife is definitely Slytherin that's what we've established uh, it's not. It's not great. I'm trying to think. Chester, uh, tell me. Every, uh, if there's a Harry Potter fan, tell me what house they think Chester is. I don't think anybody knows Doctor Jen enough to. I'm gonna guess Doctor Jen is Slytherin too. But I don't know All if right. anybody. Knows What's that. Hufflepuff? I've heard of that. You are not Hufflepuff. I don't know what that is. You I would strive. Hufflepuff is like Happy Go Lucky. I think like Mike Bloom is Hufflepuff. I'm trying to think who you know who's a Hufflepuff. All right. Who's a Hufflepuff that you know? I I, I don't know. I'm not talking about Harry Potter. I couldn't care less. 
you 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 vetoed my hot takes about the Kurds. <laughs> do you have any um any book recommendations over the holiday? Any interesting articles? Any long reads? I read some some long reads in uh, in uh, synagogue. I re- I'm really working on a history of uh, of Hasidic Judaism. Uh, it's like a thousand okay. pages, so it's very dense. I'll read like two pages and then I'm like, oh, I gotta like take a walk. Yeah, that's not a great endorsement. Do you know? Well, because it's like sometimes it's really interesting and sometimes it's really technical. You don't know because you've never really been in service with me. But I'm famous for pacing. I just like yeah, walk. You're a pacer. I, you know this? I walk like up and down yeah. the aisles all day. Oh, I've heard you say this before. Yeah, yeah, the guy asked me at the end. He's like, "I think you got like 30 miles." I counted. It was like, uh, "Yeah, I just pace." And it's weird because like when you, I when I see other people pacing, I'm like, "Oh, that looks like a crazy person." But then yeah. I, I guess I just look like a crazy person for like 10 hours a day because I just like pace around and. Walk around, see what my kids are doing, see that. I just I can't sit still for ten hours in, in services. I know how we did it in school. We used to like sit in a desk all day for like eight hours a day, no questions asked. Like you couldn't get up. And when, by the time I got to college, I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I have to like go stretch my legs. I have to like leave in the middle of class, come back. It was impossible. If I had to go back to school now, there's no way I could do that. You think you could sit and just like at a desk all day I could sit I sit I, mean, I, 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 I do sit at I sit at a desk all day but not uh, you could get up you get up for a minute here and there like I don't know and like listen to people talk I can't like listen to a 90 minute lecture I can't listen to a 4 minute lecture I feel like pause a movie in the middle can't even watch a full movie anymore anyway it's been real we'll do this again next week probably a, a late week next week will be a late week podcast also based on the holidays yeah almost out of the almost out of the uh We'll come back like week nine, just completely blazing with takes. Okay. Chester, Chester comes out every week blazing, but yeah. Let's have a break. All right, Keith. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. She don't wanna be her, I told her to stay strong I can't find the words to say it, so I put it in a song Tell kid, but a Hollywood boy Tryna find himself, tryna find his voice Never till now, did he know where to go? Never till now, did he wanna be alone? Rest in peace to my main boy Rocky Do the dash in the whip, Ricky Bobby Pop a perk, no one feeling like a zombie Drop a deuce in my Sprite, color walkies Father tell me that I'll never go far didn't listen, I was weak enough apart Past the time, we was looking at the stars Past the time, cause I only just turned 16 And I didn't know what love was, yeah I didn't know what lost was, whoa R.I.P. to a loved one, Hey, R.I.P. to a loved one Got her heart on the seat for the taking I could tell the whole time she was faking Maybe I just wanna know what your name is Found her with my best friend, they were naked Cross on neck for the ones I hate Friday sick, got the drugs in my veins Pop to Zan, now she wanna get face I got plans, I don't wanna go waste Friday's here, so don't be shy Take me higher than the sky Friday's here, so let's be friends Pop that seal, the night won't end Imagine yourself You just went to sleep It was a hard day Take a deep breath and close your eyes. And the nightmare begins. Last night, I think I made love with the devil. She turned my tears and her diamonds on my bezel. After we finished, my heart feel like it's been severed. I don't wanna let this go, no, not ever. Last night was a fast night, don't know what just happened last night, but it felt right, I don't know what happened last night, last night, don't want this to be my last night, last night. Don't worry, man, don't worry, man, baby, please stay by my side, please don't let me sin, open all the doors, keep on pouring doors, yeah, yeah, all I want is more. Never been before Going by designer, I'm like going by the store Never will I drop a dime on top of a fucking whore Driving from my problems, growing up in the mental pool
is my world, I can do it I want I can write my own story, paint it with my own font I can see who I want, I can be who I am I've been riding downtown with a bitch in my hands Are you out like what's up, haven't seen you in a month Are you good, are you great, I've been trying to speak you how you feel, how you lost all your appeal What happened to our perfect duo, Kobe and Shaquille Magic of the Covenant, tailor-made and refreshing today For this occasion, this singer, and this song With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.